Uh, all right, so I have <laughs> I have a correction to make because I'm a dummy. So I don't know exactly why I thought this was a. Welcome once again, nerds, to your favorite pop culture nerd news show, all of the nerdy news that matters. And in today's episode, we have, honestly, so many new trailers and new releases. I don't really know what to do with them all and some news updates along the way as well. Before we get to the news, though, we got a little bit of housekeeping to talk about. Uh, so starting off, um, we are once again not doing a live episode this weekend. I have plans for uh, 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 potentially getting uh, not likely this weekend. I, I tried at the Kevin Smith thing uh, as much as made sense under the circumstances, and that didn't really pan out like I would have liked. But, you know, it is what it is. We already have the Kevin Smith interview from a couple years ago, so like beggars can't be choosers and whatnot, but um, yeah, so definitely going to be trying to get some more legwork in to get some more interviews as we near the off season, but no guarantees between now and then. I do, I am still sitting on, I believe, one more interview from Starfest Denver, though that video is going to be a little bit different because... <laughs> people at a nerd convention just have no situational awareness, which means I lost the video from one of the cameras uh, for the first half of the interview. And there is still video from the sec secondary camera. It's just that was the one that was on the talent and, and the other video that we lost was the one that was pointed at me. Uh, and I had a separate audio source, so that should be fine. The audio version, if you are listening on audio, will be just fine. But uh, that is the only interview that I'm currently sitting on as far as what still needs to be posted. So hopefully we can score a couple more between now and the end of the year. Maybe one more at least, I guess, is probably a more realistic goal um and yeah so that's where we sit there no live episode this weekend we already covered that um and then next weekend i think might be the last live show that we do before the off season and then once the off season hits i believe we are going to i'm pretty sure i've i've 100 made up my mind uh i'll get back to you on that but uh let's let's call it about 85 percent sure that we are going to be doing just live shows during the off season kind of a switch from previous off seasons where we have only done rumors and then major news breaks uh that uh, will be all be covered in the live show it's just the live show i don't have to do as much pre-planning because it's kind of a fly by the seat of your pants situation and it's much much less editing as well because basically it just goes up as a uh, vod so uh i think that is all of the proper housekeeping don't forget to find the social medias and join there especially if you are into nerdy things i mean specifically i do a lot of mortal kombat stuff on the social medias partially because i write for a mortal kombat website but also uh 
AI art and just random things that I find are awesome in the moment while I'm doing research or just throughout my week, uh, we can have those uh, and we can have a more direct conversation, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, on the social medias than we do in the comments section on the proper episodes. So go find, once again, Generally Nerdy on whatever social media is your liking. And uh, that is all of the housekeeping. I promise. <laughs> now let's talk TV streaming, shall we, nerds? Uh, all right, so I have I have a correction to make because I'm a dummy. So I don't know exactly why I thought this was a series or a movie and not a series, but apparently I was mistaken. And the Dahmer series on Netflix is in fact a series and not a movie. So when we talked about it previously in the movie section, I was wrong and I apologize. Um, yeah, it, I, I don't, again, don't know how my wires got crossed there. It's entirely possible that I just, uh, uh, was in the wrong section when taking notes and never caught it. I don't know. Either way, I'm dumb. Let's move on, shall we? Our next uh, piece of follow-up, actually, and no, no more corrections, just a follow-up, uh, has to do with Stargirl. We talked previously about the potential of a Stargirl crossover uh, event with the rest of the existing Arrowverse or whatever you're, we're calling the, the, the DC properties that are on TV and streaming these days. But uh, yeah, it was rumored previously. It's still technically a rumor now, but... I feel like this is such concrete evidence that I didn't want to put it in the rumor section because we have a picture of Breck Basinger, the lead for Stargirl. She is on set with Ryan Potter, who plays Beast Boy, and Beast Boy isn't in Stargirl. So yeah, I, this this seems all but confirmed at this point. We will at the very least be getting a crossover between Titans and Stargirl. Whether or not we get Doom Patrol in there still remains to be seen, but this seems pretty concrete that Doom Patrol is crossing over with Stargirl. So that's what we've got on that one. Let's move right along. The announcement for the next series of American Horror Stories, the next season is going to be called New York City which opens up a lot of strange questions. <laughs> uh, not, the, not the least of which on the top of my list is, is Macaulay Culkin going to be returning for this season? I have not seen any confirmation that that is happening just yet, but it does start next month. So hopefully we'll have a better picture of that in the coming days slash weeks. Also, the release date proper, because it's also in the notes, because I read, <laughs> is October 19th. So we have a couple of weeks, yes, but I uh, still was not able to find a whole lot of like casting and things around this. Now that we know the name of the season, maybe all of that stuff is just going to kind of come with the floodgates. But again, that is what we have. So let's move to our next piece. And that is Avatar, The Last Airbender this time. Uh, not the band, The Last Airbender, the series. This is actually the live action series. We got some more casting announcements for said live action series. George Takei uh, is going to be playing Ko. Uh, Amber Midthunder 
Uh, from P Prey, she was the lead in Prey. She's going to be Princess Yu, and James Sai, uh, who voiced the Cabbage Merchant, will now also play him in the live-action series, which was actually rumored previously, and now this is also a rumor confirmation. So that's pretty dang cool. Uh, that is all of the new casting around Avatar The Last Airbender, so let's move right along into The Witcher Blood Origin. Netflix's Tadum event has happened, so we got a lot of uh, trailers and stuff for that, and part of that announcement was that Blood Origin is going to be coming out December 25th of this year, which seems... Uh, both kind of quick and also far away all at the same time, right? Because we've been waiting for this for a minute, but like... If you really think about it, it wasn't announced that long ago, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and then our final follow-up for this section has to do with Interview with the Vampire. The series on AMC has been officially renewed already for a season two, uh, which we've seen a lot recently, and there seems to be buzz around this AMC series, though I can't honestly say that it has been overwhelmingly popular. Generally speaking, when we get uh, an announcement of a new season this early, this far before the current season is released, it's because there's a lot of overly positive buzz. I would say that the interview with the vampire buzz is fairly mixed. It's about 50-50. And I mean, there's, <laughs> we have our own uh, taste of it here on Generally Nerdy because uh, you'll hear all about that in the uh, uh, the shout outs video that's going up on the Clips channel. Uh, also, if you don't subscribe to the YouTube channel Generally Nerdy, then you should. And I do a shout out video for all new subscribers and we talk comments and viewer mail and such in those videos as well that goes up on the second channel, Nerd News Clips. So, shameless self-plug there. We have some Interview with the Vampire drama in the comments section that we're going to be addressing there. Because, again, the the the, the uh, situation is so mixed that I don't... This doesn't make sense that they got a second season announcement so early. Maybe once uh, a couple episodes had aired, that would make a little bit more sense. But as this stands, seems very strange. Though, I guess it's a good thing that AMC is so confident in it that they're willing to do it this early. This could be a little bit of hubris, though. Only time will tell. That is everything that we have for follow-ups and corrections, so let's get into trailers. Like I said, Tadum happened, and so we have a few trailers from Tadum. The first of those trailers is Sonic Prime. We are getting another animated Sonic series. This time it's going to be 3D animated. I believe this is the second Sonic the Hedgehog series that has been 3D animated. It could be the third, but I'm pretty sure it's the second. Uh, it is going to be uh, released on Netflix this December. No specific date just yet has been made known, but still. That seems super quick. Uh, next, we're talking about Wednesday. A new trailer for Wednesday has been uh, released. It's not really a trailer so much as a, a portion of a scene between Wednesday and Thing, which 
kind of illustrates how the different this is going to be from the lore that we already know rather well around the Adams family. Not to say that that's not uh, uncalled for because each new iteration of the Adams family kind of makes up their own lore. They're ro roughly based on those original uh, cartoons by Adams, but they each kind of have a life of their own. So that's not an exactly a detriment to this series but it's just interesting. So go watch it. It's fun. It's about, uh, what is it, like five, six minutes or so. Uh, little interaction between Wednesday and Thing. Uh, next, we have the trailer for The Last of Us. This is an HBO trailer. Uh, we also have a release window, 2023. Don't know exactly when yet. Uh, that's kind of been the way that that's gone for some time at this point. Uh, our last trailer and this one is actually kind of super exciting our last trailer is the near automata uh series that is going to japan japanese only streamers at the moment uh whether or not this is going to be coming stateside kind of technically still remains to be seen though it would make sense that they would localize it at least eventually uh and being as it's a sega property very likely it will come to crunchyroll but we don't know that for sure. We learned from this trailer that the Japanese version of the series is going to be coming out sometime in January of 23. Uh, but again, a specific day is not yet known as you know those things come out, we will be talking about them. And that is everything we have except for one piece of regular ass news and that is Norman Reedus. That's right, Daryl from The Walking Dead, and one of the twins, I can't remember which one, uh, from the uh, Boondock Saints movie is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk fame. Pretty exciting, congratulations, goes out to Norman Reedus. He's, I, he's been the, the dude for a while now and I really dig it, so uh, much deserved and much praise. Thank you very much. Uh, that leaves only suggestions here in TV streaming and uh, this one is again a little bit of a stretch, kind of like we talked previously uh, in movies suggestions, how the, the, the Little Monsters was a little bit of a stretch. This one's a little bit of a stretch in that it's Halloween oriented in so much as it involves people in costumes. So it still technically works, but Daredevil season one over on Netflix. Remember why you fell in love with Charlie Cox playing the role because that is probably some of the best television you are going to get as far as action oriented television goes. Daredevil season one is brilliant on so many levels. What with us getting Charlie Cox back in the suit for the She-Hulk series and then the Daredevil series that is coming to Disney Plus that is going to ignore the existence of the Netflix series, maybe go check out the Netflix series so you have a kind of litmus test of quality as to this is what I expect the quality of a Daredevil series to be. Where are you going with this, Disney? So go check out Daredevil season one because again, it's amazing and you really should. Movie section uh, is tiny. <laughs> well, not exactly because we got a bunch of trailers and such, but uh, yeah, it's it's all follow ups and trailers. And I think I have one piece of brand new news, which kind of goes along with the theme of the episode. But uh, let's just get into it, shall we? So our first follow up has to do with Tusk 2. We talked about this previously as being a rumor, I believe, even though Justin Long was the one who was talking about it. Well, uh, last week I went to see Kevin Smith live and he himself on stage confirmed 
kind of, that Tusk 2 is in fact going to be a thing. Now, he did also elucidate a little bit more on the subject, as he is one to do, uh, that it's not anywhere near done. He hasn't even technically written a script for the movie yet, because he is planning on a 20, I believe it was a 2024 release for the 10 year anniversary of the first movie. Uh, he already has the, the rough outline. He kind of went through that in the uh, presentation. Uh, rough outline has to do with Justin Long's character getting out of the walrus suit and becoming the crazy old man himself. So very intriguing. He has pretty much the, the entirety of the cast back, everyone who is still alive. Um, the entirety of, of the main cast back also very likely will see Johnny Depp come back because that seems to be a relationship that Kevin Smith wants to foster and for, for all intents and purposes should foster. But uh, yeah, th this is going to happen whether or not it actually happens in 2024 for the 10 year anniversary, I think still remains to be seen, but that does sound to be the goal. Uh, and then hopefully uh, before we get Tusk 2, he also has on his plate the Twilight of the Mallrats movie, uh, assuming Clerks 3 does well, which it should. Uh, Kevin Smith's fan base is large enough that they can make him enough money to fund the next movie. And if that happens, Happens, uh, if Lionsgate gets what they want, then they will. Then he will begin work on Twilight of the Mallrats, which is the Mallrats sequel. Again, like what is that? Thirty years later. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's cool. I, I dig it. I, I, I <laughs> Tusk Two might not be the movie we need, but it's the movie we're getting. So there you go. Uh, next, we're going to be talking about Blue Beetle. Uh, Angel Manuel Soto, the director of the project, recently said in an interview that fans should not be worried because the suits at Warner Brothers have assured him directly that they are fully behind his project. So. Sweet. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, again, Jaime Reyes, uh, I can't remember the kid's name who's going to be playing him from Cobra Kai, uh, is, is my favorite Blue Beetle. I really dig Jaime as Blue Beetle. I think that is a great character, and I'm super excited to see this. Uh, as far as I know, as far as I was able to find, August 18th of next year is still the release date for this movie. Uh, so yes, this is still happening. We're still rolling forward. Let's continue rolling forward with the episode. Next one up is The Monster. Oh God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so The Monsters has come out. Rob Zombie's take on the family at 1313 Mockingbird Lane. And... Um... Okay, so I'm more of an Adams Family guy to begin with, so let's keep the transparency going as much as possible. I am definitely an Adams Family... Per I prefer Adams over Monsters. Uh, but I still watch the crap out of those Monsters episodes as well, because they're just, they're great in their own respect. Um, it just feels like uh, Zombie was trying to do a shtick, and he didn't fully understand what made the Monsters great, and like his Herman seems off, and it just is not a an enjoyable experience. <laughs> um, there are certain elements of that movie that seemed 
interesting. Like it could be all right. So let's let's get this out of the way. The basic premise of this movie is it is effectively rebooting the family of the monsters, uh, not changing a whole lot, but adding to the backstory, which we didn't get much of in the original series. Uh, that being said, we get to see the creation of Herman. We get to see the dynamic between Lily and, uh, and her dad, the Count. Um, and those are the only three characters from the main series that we really get. We kind of see, we get a call out to Spot, even though Spot wasn't one that you really saw a lot of in the main series. He was just kind of an off screen entity, a, more of a, a running gag than anything, but um, yeah, so that's the basic premise is it's the creation of Herman. It's these early dynamics between Lily and, and the Count and then how Lily and Herman meet and get married. And that's where the movie ends effectively. I mean, there's obviously hijinks ensue and things happen and I'm not really spoiling anything because we all know that Hermie, Herman and Lily get married because that's how the monsters happens, right? So. As far as like the super broad strokes of that outline that I kind of just weakly gave you, uh, sure, it works. It gets to the end. You get to the point that you know you need to get to in order for the monsters to exist. Yeah, so it's sufficient in that respect. But as far as like the characterization of these characters, there's a point where Lily, uh, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, who plays Lily Munster, is doing this weird like Lily impersonation and uh, uh, Audrey Hepburn kind of makes her way into the voicing that she, oh, it's just so weird. It's so weird. There's so much off about this. I think the Count, uh, the her dad, the Count, is probably the most accurate of the characters that we hear, that we have here. Um, and then Herman, I, I think the, the thing that I appreciated about Herman's backstory was him being in a band when he meets Lily. I think that's a really interesting addition to the character of Herman, though all of the other additions we got to the character of Herman, uh, the fact that his brain comes from a really horribly failed stand-up comedian and uh, the, who his creator was and the reason for his creation and and just a, pretty much all of the other revelations we get in this show are totally unnecessary and don't increase the enjoyability of the show. They detract even at times. So yeah, I, The Monsters is out if you have nothing better to watch, which, I mean, Cyberpunk Edge Runners is a thing on Netflix as well, then I guess I would say throw it on as background noise while you're doing chores around the house. But if you want to sit down and watch this thing, it's not appropriate for like a family setting. It's definitely not something that kids will or necessarily should be exposed to uh, or will appreciate. Um, and if you're a big fan of the original series, there's going to be a lot here that pisses you off. So maybe stay away. Go watch Edge Runners instead. Uh, yeah, that's my two cents. Uh, we'll just keep moving with the episode, shall we? All right. So next in follow ups, <laughs> little bird walking aside. Next in follow-ups, we have Fantastic Four. Uh, Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer 
are confirmed to be writing the script for this Fantastic Four movie. I actually saw this as a rumor inside of this set of research before it was confirmed. And so we're confirming a rumor that we didn't get to talk about because it was, it's actually been, I, th I believe we've actually probably touched on this because we've gotten sources from it before. Because this is like the fifth time that they were rumored to be writing this movie, but it's had such an issue keeping directors. Now that we have Shackman, uh, they can con officially confirm that we also have writers and they've been working this out with Feige for what seems to be approximately three years at least. So hopefully they'll have some good lore to contribute to the MCU around the uh, comic books first family. But either way, that's who's writing it. Um, aside from, you know, the fact that they're writing the Fantastic Four, they don't really have a whole lot of other writing credits to their name and no notable nerd uh, writing credits that I could find. So uh, the, their quality of movie very much remains to be seen. So that's where we're at with that. Let's move over to Star Trek for speaking of Matt Shackman, since Star Trek Four no longer has a director, since Shackman has left to direct the Fantastic Four movie, uh, Paramount has removed the fourth Star Trek movie from their release calendar. Now, the, everybody's kind of losing their minds a little bit about this, and let me be here to, you know, kind of calm that down a little bit. Just because they removed it doesn't mean it's gone for good. They haven't said that they're indefinitely holding it or that it's been canceled or anything like that. They don't have a director, so they can't make a movie without a director. So until they have a director and they can confirm that they can still keep that date, it makes sense that they did this. Uh, we're going to get into other director issues in a, in, a, in a second, but yeah, this just kind of seems reasonable on Paramount's part so that they don't set a date that then has to get moved and then has to get moved and then has to get moved because they're still looking for a director or this director can't work on that same time frame, X, Y, and Z. It just, yeah, it just makes logical sense. So there's that. And then we have uh, Avengers Secret Wars, um, this is another correction because I'm an idiot. Uh, I was uncertain last time we talked about Secret Wars, I was uncertain if the actual movie had been uh, officially announced. We'd seen some of the art for it, but it, I mean, anyone can fake up that art anymore fairly easily. So that wasn't enough to convince me. And I lost my mind when I was filming that episode. But yes, Avengers uh, Secret Wars is a thing. There is a release date for it, November 7th of 2025. That is going to be the end, I believe, of phase six. Could, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And again, I'll probably have to correct that unless somebody corrects me in the comment section uh, in upcoming episode. Either way, I'm stupid. I apologize. That is what we have there. And then our final uh, follow-up for this episode has to do with Blade. Speaking once again of losing your director, but uh, Bassam Tariq, who was set to direct this movie, the new Mahershala Ali starring Blade, is no longer associated with this project. There are rumors surrounding this. Uh, kind of speculate what you will, but... At this point, uh, they are getting very close to the beginning of their production date, and there are other directors who are trying to get this slot, but no one has been announced as a replacement for Tariq. So yeah, that's that's kind of where that sits. I would not be surprised if the release date for Blade got pushed back a little bit, much like the Paramount situation a moment ago. Uh, but I, I would be very surprised if Marvel 
uh, pulled the release date altogether like Paramount did. They, they are more likely to just bump it until it's on track. That is what we have for follow-ups and uh, corrections. Let's get into trailers. We got the final trailer for Halloween Ends, and oh boy. <laughs> uh, release date is October 14th in theaters and on streaming directly through Peacock. I just don't, I don't, I don't understand modern trailers. Like, this gives us all of the beats of the movie. Why do we even need to see the movie now? You know how it's gonna end. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put that up here. That'll probably be a, a video unto itself if I have the time to do it. But yeah, this, it just seems, it seems so broken to give all of the major beats of the movie in the three minute trailer before the movie releases. <laughs> Whatever, that's just me, I guess. Uh, next one is an is a very weird one, I, and that is exactly why I put it in here. The name of the movie is All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. Uh, it is coming to a horror streamer. I didn't write it down because I take amazing notes, and I apologize. But uh, if you go watch the, the if you go watch the trailer, it the, the name of the streamer is in the trailer. And uh, what the hell did I just watch? This is like, all right, so Hereditary will warp your brain because it's just that effective. This one kind of makes you feel, just the trailer even, just makes you feel like you've done hallucinogenics and you want to come down because it's not a good trip. Whoa, what is, like it starts out fairly innocuous, like a little weird, but it's like, okay, this is a weird movie, sure, but nothing crazy. And then you get a little bit deeper into that trailer and you go, okay, uh, everything is upside down, black is white, everything you know is wrong, what is going on? And it kind of has me intrigued, I'm not gonna lie. So maybe it did its job, I don't know. <laughs> but let's move next to, oh, this is the big one. Uh, Deadpool 3, oh boy, all right. So Ryan Reynolds uh, has officially announced, and this probably could have gone into regular news, but it's technically a video trailer, kind of. Um, Ryan Reynolds has officially announced that Deadpool 3 will be coming out September 6th, 2024. He uh, posted a video to the Twitters, and in that video he also confirmed that none other, none other than Hugh Jackman is going to be returning for his role as Wolverine in this Deadpool 3 movie on Disney. Um, wow, there is so much here to unpack. So. Uh, the internet kind of exploded <laughs> as far as like the nerd corners of the internet go because some people forget, well, forget a number of things, not the least of which that this is still comic books, right? We're still basically talking about comic book characters. And what is one thing that is kind of always true about comic books to some degree, if not to a large degree, is that comic book characters really never die because if they're popular, even if they're not that popular, because Jason Todd came back and the fans voted to kill him. So he was very objectively not popular and he still came back. So yeah, the fact that Wolverine is coming back 
specifically this Wolverine is coming back, should not be a surprise at the very least based on that information because it's comic book character and comic book characters never die. So the other part of this is, I don't know how many people forgot, but apparently a lot of you forgot that um, Wolverine, or Logan rather, was set in the future, like pretty far into the future. So far into the future that a an, a mutant with a healing ability, which ostensibly keeps them young for far longer than most people, a mutant with a healing ability was showing signs of aging. We got old man Logan. We got just all of this. It was very much a futuristic movie in so many respects. But people are still saying, well, Logan died in that movie. So how is he in Deadpool 3? Um, because Deadpool 3 is not set that far into the future? Like, why is this hard to follow? I don't get that. Um, also, uh, this very potential... Uh, we're not going to go there, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. We're going to do a short based on this. But yeah, just, I don't... You know, somebody's got to do some comic book math because y'all are messing up. Anyway, uh, that is... <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, and then our next one... Oh yeah, that's right. We got Black Adam. We got a new trailer for Black Adam. This time, uh, they actually had to update this trailer. So there, there was a different version of this trailer live uh, for a short time, and then they corrected it a little bit, seemingly to straighten out some of the confusion, but they didn't really do that necessarily. So the, the confusion that I'm speaking of is Superman. So they show one of Batman's batterings hit the wall. They show Superman's chess piece and they show Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in this trailer. Now, all of this footage was taken from other movies to make this trailer. And then we get some Black Adam footage as well. So it is a proper trailer. But uh, the community is going a little crazy about maybe they're they're teasing Superman in this trailer, which I mean, for all intents and purposes is possible, but if if that's the logic you're going with, then we're going to see the entire Justice League, uh, because or at, at the very least, the three main characters from the Justice League, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. We know Batman is going to be in this. That's uh, been confirmed, if I'm remembering correctly, and I could be mistaking some of my DC properties, but I'm pretty sure Batman's been confirmed for this. Um, but Superman has not, and neither has Wonder Woman. So if you're saying that, then if you're saying that because they showed Superman's chess piece, then we're also going to be getting Wonder Woman, and that seems like a lot of characters to be juggling for this new... I don't know what I'm doing with my hands here. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't... I don't buy it, I'm gonna say that. I don't think that's the purpose of this. I think there is a more heroic intention. If you listen to the voiceover with this trailer, they're trying to make Black Adam into, uh, to want to be a hero. So if you're showing heroic images on screen while you're talking about being a hero, it kind of emphasizes your point. I don't think they're, they're teasing anything. Uh, but I mean, that's just me. Maybe your speculation is different. Let me know in the comments down low.
Uh, our next piece is our one and only piece of regular-ass news in movies, and it has to do with James Earl Jones. So James Earl Jones is officially retiring from acting, which means no more James Earl Jones for the voice of Darth Vader. Now, that's not to say we won't be hearing his voice coming from the mask of Darth Vader to some degree. It just means that he won't be recording new sessions. So what Disney is opting to do now is they're going through AI software company. Uh, I just lost it in my notes. Where'd it go? Uh, Respeecher. The name of the company is Respeecher. They're going to be taking over the role of James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, uh, which also potentially means that throughout the, uh, the, the extended universe on Disney, the Star Wars universe, uh, we're going to get a more unified presentation of Darth Vader because previously, when you just had James Earl Jones doing the voice, he was only doing the voice for, uh, he did series work, uh, some live action series work, and also movies, but he didn't do any of the video games or any of the other tertiary content. So now that we have an AI that can recreate his voice, we don't need other voice actors to do Vader in other things that are officially licensed from Disney, which kind of sucks because, you know, people out of work, but also as far as like immersion level goes with that kind of stuff, it makes sense because uh, it's always going to be the same voice. You don't have to be like, oh, well, that's his version of Vader. This is Vader's voice. That's going forward. So. Uh, they haven't said specifically that that is going to be the case necessarily. They've only said that in live action stuff and movies that they're going to be using Reese Beecher for this purpose. Um, uh, congratulations on James Earl Jones. Uh, a fantastic career that he has gotten to the point now that he, he just uh, a legend. Uh, but it, we, he will be missed in the community for sure because, man, that man could could act, honestly, not just do the voice. Uh, but that, like I said, is our only piece of regular-ass news. So, movie suggestions. We're talking Halloween stuff. We're talking Trick or Treat. Uh, the movie that we talked about previously that is coming to theaters for the first time 17 years later. Uh, Trick or Treat is an anthology. Is a, a, Yeah, it's an anthology, technically. Uh, each little vignette stands unto itself and is just a lot of fun as far as like Halloween themed movies go, specifically horror movies. Uh, and uh, it, each little vignette is is unique in and of itself. I, I believe I saw this from Nerdist recently where they're talking about the vignettes are kind of illustrating what Halloween is like to a bunch of different like age groups of people. So when you're a kid, Halloween is like this and it's that vignette. And then when you're a teenager, Halloween is like this and it's that vignette and so on and so forth. So it's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. This is definitely one that we watch every year, usually multiple times a year uh, as we're getting into the Halloween uh, season. So maybe make it part of your tradition as well coming into Halloween. Also, it, again, it is going to be in theaters, I believe starting October 6th. So go watch it in theaters after you've watched it at home once or twice. So that is your suggestion for movies this week is trick or treat. All right, that leaves only the rumor mill. Uh, and we do have a confirmation. We've already talked about a number of confirmations in this episode, uh, but we have another one. This is another one though that didn't make it into the proper rumor mill as a rumor because as soon as it popped up, it got squashed.
squashed down by the person who would be the one to squash it. Uh, the rumor I am speaking of is Suicide Squad 3. There was a rumor not too long ago, within the last week specifically, that said that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is looking to make a third Suicide Squad 3. And the big part of that rumor, because obviously they're going to want to make another Suicide Squad movie, the last one did pretty good for them. The first one did all right. It was in the positive as far as numbers go, but did not get very well received. Specific Suicide Squad 3 rumor said that Warner Brothers wanted to put David Ayer back in the director's chair and not James Gunn, which James Gunn immediately took to his social media to say, no, that's not true. Though, uh, since, uh, since this has kind of happened, uh, there have been a number of opportunities for him to say that a third Suicide Squad movie is not going to happen, and he has very specifically not shot down the existence of a Suicide Squad 3 possibility, more likely with him at the helm. He did say, though, that an Ayer Suicide Squad 3 was definitely out of the picture. So, there you go. Uh, so let's get into, honestly, we only have one real rumor for this episode, and it's uh, unfortunate, but it is what it is, and that is Super Mario Brothers. We have the Super Mario Brothers animated movie trailer is rumored to be released at New York Comic Con this week, which is happening soon, so we should be able to confirm or refute this rumor as soon as New York Comic Con happens, and I... It, this all right so the likelihood that this is going to be a thing is fairly high because new york comic-con and san diego comic-con are the two places where this kind of stuff happens I, if how how likely i don't know but i do know it is more likely than not so we're just going to say about 60 percent likelihood that this is going to happen even though it, deep down i'm pretty sure it's a much higher likelihood i'm in nerdy legion like i said that is the end of the episode so if you want to talk more about nerd comic books and uh, comic culture then you can jump over to nerdylegion.com and see all of the other uh, podcasts that we offer on the subject or if you want to go deeper into nerd news, you want to get a much more complete picture of all of the different areas of nerddom, you can join me on my personal YouTube channel, Generally Nerdy. Thank you very much, nerds. We will see you next time.